We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. With host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! <laughs> Dave, Dave smells like nougat! Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Um, uh, yeah, Mi- Mickey Loomis here. Uh, real quick, just uh, yeah. Um, wanted to know, uh, what do you want for Ronald Leary? No price is too steep. I don't care. Give. I will trade you all of the number ones for the 2020 decade. You can have. I will. I will personally arrange a a gift card and private. Uh, private VIP status to uh, Rick's Cabaret, so please um, give me a call. Uh, Sheila, uh, your your secretary, is, has, has I, I, I think she's been hiding my messages, um, but uh, please give me a call. Please give me a call, Jerry! We're desperate! And welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We have an exclusive audio of a Mickey Loomis phone call to Jerry Jones. Uh, as always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, we're only about uh, 10 days away from LSU, 11 days. We're 21 days away from the Saints playing the Raiders. Uh, so the Pelican House. What about what about Tulane? Tulane, too. Who does, who does Tulane play, Dave? Uh, they're opening against, I want to say like Southern, I think. Ooh, a win. So you got Tulane, you got LSU, you got the Saints. We got I football. think, let me look that up. You know, we got preseason football rolling. You go to the Pelican House, they have a late night menu. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50 foot TV. The Pelican House, they're awesome. You should support them because they support us. Um, you know, Kevin, uh, Drew Brees, is he going to die? Yeah, Southern. Is he going to die? I mean, I feel like you don't watch the games in the preseason, but I know you saw that gif where he got nearly broken in half because you favorited it and you retweeted it when I did it Saturday night or Saturday night, I think. So you saw that, and that's pretty much all you need to see from Saturday's game. Right. So, Uh, so I mean, I'm petrified. I mean, I'm genuinely petrified. Like Kevin, like you can you can make the case that almost all of their moves on defense. Even Sheldon Rankin's getting his leg broken. He's going to be back. Steve Stephon Anthony's looking great. 
uh, fart, fart, fairly is looking phenomenal at defensive tackle. They got a bunch of average linebackers now, which is a huge upgrade from what they had. Uh, PJ Williams looks great at the other corner. They even cut Keenan Lewis. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, so all the moves have come up roses for defense, and they might actually be gasp okay on defense, but it won't mean crap, Kevin, if Drew Brees is out after week five. I mean, is the, it, put it this way. Is this the most you've ever been worried in the preseason about the offensive line? <laughs> Uh, I re- bless you. I rarely Thank get uh, too worried in the preseason because, again, it's the preseason. Let me know. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because that's just the yep. theory in general, or 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 or, or the the. Um, oh, see now I can't think of the word. But at the end of the year, it's a mirage. It yeah. Was it was it was this O line is terrible. And thus far in the preseason, it's the O-line is terrible. Nothing has happened, or I have heard nothing or seen nothing that leads me to believe that the O-line is any better. And if anything, it sounds like it's gotten worse. I am afraid for Drew Brees' safety and his well-being. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, Denver proved last year that if you're going to have a great quarterback who's going to be, you know, mediocre, then you need to have a, a all-world defense basically carry his ass. The Saints don't have an all-world nope, defense. They do if, not. If they're, if if this say if this if this defense was with any of the Saints teams from say two years ago and prior, we'd be in phenomenal shape. But we're not. Be. This 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 offense is. This offense has mostly been gutted. This defense, they, they, and it feels terrible. It, it, well, let's, let's it give, let's, awful. we gotta give, we gotta give props to Ralph because Ralph has been driving. Yes, I'm Ralph, a Ralph, bus. Ralph, 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 Ralph hasn't even been driving. Ralph built the goddamn thing. I okay, did. he's been driving <laughs> the 60 O line bus since uh, November since last season. Yes, I yeah, have been since since before the off season even started he was upset he was beside himself when they didn't draft the guard yeah, I was. uh he, you know so this is like ralph's worst nightmare it, coming, it is my worst coming, it is my worst nightmare this is true. like Fre- freddy krueger freddy krueger is no longer in his dreams <laughs> it is. he's fucking standing at the foot of his bed i don't enjoy i dave i am not enjoying at all the people on twitter going dude you're right and my emails and my com- <laughs> like it's not fu- like it's not fun it's much more fun for people to retweet predictions that I make that are that are doom train and be like, haha, you were wrong. That's much more fun. This is but the thing is, this this was so easy. And I would I argue with people all year, you know Are any of the usual suspects giving you credit? Well no. But but Okay. But <laughs> right. I just they have to make a, sure. They have a couple of I just wanted to make they sure. had a bunch of people that were on the train of PFF said they were top five and the advanced analytics say they were top five. You don't know what you're talking about. They have to fix the defense. You're insane. It's going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. And my thing is, look, they weren't good enough last year because Drew Brees, you know, he got, he, he, you know, his sack rate wasn't that high, but he got hit 80, 81 times, which was more than 2014. He got sacked about the same, but he took a lot more hits. And my thing was they needed to fix it. And here's the thing, Kevin, they're not even as good as last year because – they moved on from Jari Evans, and I don't think Lolito or 
Calamete is as good as Jari Evans was last year when he played. And to make it even to make it a big problem and a crisis, it's even worse than I thought, Kevin, because Pete might suck. And at least going into this year, I thought, well, they can hang on to Streif one more year at, at right tackle, and you could play Pete at guard, and then he might be just average at guard, and then you might have a gaping hole at the other guard, and it's going to be bad, but it won't be a total disaster. It's a total fucking disaster now. Like, I, and I don't, like, like there's, Dave, there's no fix on this roster, I don't think. I mean, are do you think if they, if they play Pete at guard and he's just average, do you think they're even as good as last year? I, I think all... It- I think the offensive line just needs to be average, slightly, (laughs) slightly. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Better than average. You know, I, I, feel, like, I feel like I'm in one of those old cartoon scenes <laughs> where there's a big wall and holes keep popping up in the wall and water keeps leaking out and it's like you know you fill one hole with one hand and you fill one hole with the other hand and you're all stretched out and then you're reaching over with your toe to fill another hole i feel like that's the saints it's like we finally we finally feel like we see something on the horizon with the defense fixing getting (laughs) fixed and then now it's like off but fucking the o-line is terrible it's like we can never just you know we can't just have everything work and come together at one single time for one single season. Um, uh, but, um, you know, like Kevin said, it's, um, it's still early. I, I mean, I think the preseason games do count for something as far as what we see. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't on one hand say, uh, oh, these games are important for a lot of these young guys to make the team and they need to play well. And then on the other hand say, well, they, these games don't really matter. Like, you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't. Uh, believe in both of those things at the same time. Um, but I do think, you know, we started the show with that funny <laughs> message to, to Jerry Jones that about Ronald Leary. That was real. What are we talking about? <laughs> I, um, I, I wrote a post about this when I was still blogging. Uh, that's how long ago it was. Um, and I said that they, as soon as Ronald Leary was available, I was a big proponent of, of going for it. I, I think he would be an instant, absolutely an instant starter and an instant upgrade. Well, here's the here's the question, Kevin. If 
they're and and oh wait wait let me finish and 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 you know the the Cowboys want to trade they they want something whether that's a draft pick or a player or whatever I, I think you've got an abundance of pretty talented running backs I say you package one of your extra running backs with a draft pick and and you go get them I don't think Dallas wants a running back I think I think Dallas would want a draft pick in a corner or maybe like well, a D lineman but here's here's my here's my question Kevin if I don't think the Saints are going to do anything this week. But they have been known in 2006, their linebackers were so bad in 06. They traded for Mark Simino in camp. They traded Stallworth and a number two. They traded, I tried, they traded Dante Stallworth to Philadelphia for a second round pick and Mark Simino. And after the Dallas game, I think Sean Payton traded for Scott Shanley on the field with Bill Parcells when they shook hands. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that they'll do something about guard. Do you, do you think? Yeah, but that was Bill Parcells. Yeah, but I mean, he he's, he's got they got con, they, he still knows Jerry Jones. He's still got contact with Belichick if they wanted a, 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 a Patriot reject. I mean, do you think they'll? Do you think if it's as bad as it was against the Texans, do you think they'll do anything? If it's bad, if it's as bad Friday against the Steelers, I can't. I I, I would hope hope so. I mean. If look, if Drew Brees, if Drew Brees just gets beat the hell up all year long, that's not going to be fun for the. That's not going to be fun. It's just it's going to be miserable to watch. If if the Saints at least, if the Saints at least keep him upright and 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 keep keep the offense chugging along, that's at least fun and entertaining. Yeah, that's at least that's at least fun. To, that, that you can at least go in thinking, all right, we got a chance every time out. We got a yeah. chance. We got a chance. We got a chance. It's risky, though. I mean, it, Dave. It's it's risky because I think I think you're looking at I think you're looking at a third. Do they have a fourth round pick this next year? I, what did they give up for Oyamata? Uh, they gave up a four. I think they gave up a f- this year's this past year's fourth and a fifth. So they don't have a fifth this coming year. Dave, would you give up a third for Leary? Yeah, honestly, I would. I mean, it's if, if offensive line is going to be one of the weakest aspects of the team and you have an opportunity to um, completely or probably turn that around, um, yeah, I, I would hate to see – I would really hate to see the def- – look, for the last five, six years – what have we said? We've always said they just need a defense that's mediocre. They just need like a 15, 16th ranked defense. It doesn't have to be gangbusters. And it's finally looking like this year maybe maybe they can have that. But that means that they've that the offense has to uphold their end of the bargain and continue to doing what they've been doing for the last six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. And that's um, being one of the most prolific offenses every single year. So, and if and if an offensive guard or offensive line, a weakness there can totally throw the whole thing out of whack. But as far as if and when they make a move, I mean, obviously, I think the smart thing to do is you wait until preseason's over and other teams make their cuts, and yeah, but maybe it, but... you can pick up uh, a pretty decent guard who was just. Uh, uh, I don't just think happened to be on a team with a lot of depth, and he had to go. Yeah, but here's the thing, Dave. I think the problem for the Saints is they're not. 
high up on the waiver claim, right? So I think you might have to give up a seventh or give up something because you, you may say, okay, the Bears who have a really deep offensive line, let's say, let's say, okay, they're going to cut a guy that we think we like at guard. You, the Saints, I think, right. would say we got to trade something to the Bears because we can't risk not getting right. him in a claim. So, well, I mean, the thing is, I have no idea where they are on the waiver wire. Um, I mean, the thing is, is Ronald Leary. Once he's here, he's an automatic starter. He's a plug and play guy. He's got experience. If you if you're looking to pick up a uh, a younger guy or not necessarily a veteran or or an aging veteran, um, you know, it might not be as much of an improvement as you are almost guaranteed to get with with Leary. I'm just wanting him to get back to 2015 level bad on the offensive line, <laughs> which at least which at least which at least. At least the 2015 level offensive line, we could argue about, you know, the, the people with the, the, the advanced statistics would say it's really good, and I would say, no, it's not as good as you think, but it wasn't a burning trash pile, Kevin. It was at least, ugh, it wasn't what you'd want for a 37-year-old quarterback, but it was decent. But I guess, uh, before we get to... What was the, what, what did the Saints give to the Patriots in order to get uh, Von Bell? They gave up. Uh, they gave up their third. They gave up their. Th- they gave up their third and. They gave up their second round pick. No, wait. What did they? They gave up their third and fourth round picks, and then they traded. In again into the fourth round. Right. Right to to, to get uh, Onyemata. Yeah, but I think they had an extra fourth, didn't they? Or no? I don't. I don't remember. The draft is so long ago. You know, no, they gave up a they gave up a fourth next year and a fifth, so they don't have a fourth or a fifth this coming year. I don't think. Wait, hang on a second. No, they gave up a fifth. Uh, I mean, maybe because all I'm looking at for Onyemata is they gave up their fifth this year and their fifth next year. Oh, okay. To to move up. And for Vaughn, so they're gonna have six. They're gonna have six picks total next year. Okay, so they could they could give up. They could give. I mean, I guess the question because 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 here's the thing, they're trading. I mean, Kevin, we can beat the trade up, trade down drum all we want. It's just that's not how they do things, you know. So, so my thing is, we've been waiting for this year all year. I don't care about a third round pick if it makes it more likely that Drew Brees is upright. Like I just at this point, I just don't care, and I, and I don't believe. I think. Like Dave says, I think they could bring Leary in if they brought him in tomorrow or say it's bad and they bring him in Saturday. I think he can get up to speed in two or three weeks. I mean, I don't think it's I don't think it's a, um, you know, to, to to believe that that's not possible. But I guess the last thing with the offensive line, Dave, is, um, you know, they went out and they got Spiller. I mean, not Spiller, Fleener at tight end, and they drafted Michael Thomas at wide receiver. Would If I told you, instead of Fleener and Michael Thomas, you could have Alex Boone, the guard that Minnesota signed, who the Saints wanted, and you could have the best rookie guard in the draft, would you, <clears throat> would you trade Fleener and Thomas for that? Man, I don't know, because, I mean, Drew, <laughs> Drew would not many have many options to throw to. Uh, even if he did have uh, a long time to set, stand there in the pocket, um, no, I think it's yeah. 
I, I, I don't I don't know if I would. <laughs> I think I'm just keeping my fingers crossed here and hope that, that it's, it's just good enough. The offensive line is just good enough. Yeah, so it's amazing that on, on the week that the Saints cut Keenan Lewis, it's not even the top story in the podcast, Kevin. <laughs> um, how surprised were you that they cut they cut uh, Keenan Lewis? Uh, very. Like I, I, again, we don't we don't have uh, we don't have Juge with us. He's too busy, you know, vroom vrooming around a uh, go kart track <laughs> with, with his the, with his the kids. kids. Yeah. Um, b- b- because he could break down like the financials and 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 stuff. But wasn't he supposed to be like? A, like wasn't he supposed to be like the big cornerstone like the for for making the defense good i mean i didn't expect anything of i mean he's been injured for 2 years I, he wa- my hopes in the secondary were pinned on pj williams bro and swan not getting concussed that was my legitimate hope for the secondary like i keenan lewis didn't really factor into my plan so i don't you know um <laughs> Dave, were you, what about you? Were you? I was, but that doesn't mean I wasn't. I was, I was stunned that they cut him. But I was just thinking that they would hold on to him and let him get healthy. I mean, hell, they guaranteed his salary. But Dave, were you surprised? Um, no, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I, I think, um, I think the fact that they just cut him this early shows you how much confidence they had in him getting healthy. It's been well, a struggle think, for him for. I think they thought, for the, like you said, the last two years. I mean, so. you saw. Sean Payton, when he was like, he's 52 weeks post-surgery. I mean, that to me translated is, we think he's healthy. He's just not practicing. Now, is that correct? Is that fair? I don't know. But the Saints, I think they felt like, Kevin, like, Keenan, you need to be practicing. And you're not, and we're tired of it, and we're moving on because we got all these young kids. It's those it's those twig legs. <laughs> um, no, but you know, you know what though. When I, I was listening, because I always listen to you know like Bobby and Mike yeah. on WWL on WWL, and I listen to Christian and T Bob and all that. Um, and the day that they cut him, when they were talking about it, they they didn't like just come outright and say it, but they kind of alluded to like Keenan Lewis, like bad, not being bad apple, not, not, not a, yeah, yeah, like not a great, yeah. Like not 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 junior galette levels, but like, and this was stuff that they they you had never heard prior, and it was kind of like, okay, he's cut kind now, of so diffi- we can, yeah, like he was kind of difficult. We can, yeah, so now we can sort of let let the cat out of the bag a little bit. So I I, I, I that's what surprised me most was that we I, we kind of learned a little bit more about what was going on. So I think that had something to do with it too. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, but Kevin, I guess people were saying that. I don't think the Keenan Lewis signing at all was a bad signing, and I don't even blame him for guaranteeing the contract last year. I mean, it didn't work out, but knowing knowing what we know now, I'd still do it. I mean, he was a big part of 2013. Right. I, I guess that I, I guess I still just have that in my head that when he came in, it was this it was this big deal, and yeah. it was a Hometown it was a, a, like a, it was a sign of turning things around. And I suppose I've na- you know, naively held on to to that. That oh, you know, it you know, when he comes back, when he gets back, it'll be okay. And so, yeah. Is he going to sign with someone and make the Saints mm-hmm. pay? Do you guys think is he going to sign with like Carolina or Tampa or Atlanta <laughs> and make us and 
and make the Saints pay. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, you know, uh, the good we've talked about Keenan Lewis. We talked about the offensive line, but there is good news in that Dave, the defense. I think the defense might be okay to good. I mean, I think I think their defensive line is a lot better. I think their linebackers. They have a bunch of average NFL linebackers, which for the Saints is a massive upgrade. I think at corner, Bro and PJ Williams will be good. I think at safety, Von Bell's gonna beat Jarris Bird out and Vaccaro's looking good. I think their defense can be like the twenty second rated defense. <laughs> they might even they could even be like higher. They could be like fifteen or sixteen or seventeen. Uh yeah, I mean, you know, so far so good. Like you said earlier, a lot of these a lot of the Decisions they made this off season and the moves they made they're, have all—they've uh, all like come all up their defense, pretty rosy. So all far. their defensive moves, man. I mean, yeah, like, I, Nick Fairley. I, you, you know, you gave me credit for 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 ripping him up down for not getting a guard, but for Fairley, I was like, eh, whatever. He'll be he'll be like deluxe Kevin Williams. He's not going to be great. He's just going to be like an average NFL player. But dude, he's in shape and he was killing it Saturday. I know it's just the preseason, but whatever, dude. He he looked like the best defensive tackle the Saints have had in years. I mean, I was like, I, I haven't, <laughs> seriously, you know? No, I know. I mean. Yep. He's on a one-year contract. Um, you know, the issues with him. I'd be petrified uh, to give have, him a long-term have, deal, though. No, nah, <laughs> yeah. But. You know. uh, the 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 issues with him on his old teams were always that he just seemed unmotivated. So he's on a one year contract, one year contract here. So if he's not motivated this season, then he's never going to be motivated. Um, and he's got a good opportunity this year to show the league what he can do and earn himself a big 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 payday, whether that's with the Saints or somebody else. But yeah, I mean you're right, Ralph. Uh, I think this the, the second that dude gets a, a four year contract, he's He's going to be loafing it. Kevin, over under Saints defensive ranking in Vegas is 24 and a half. Better than 24 and a half or worse than 24 and a half at the end of 2016? Is that is that true? No, or I, just just that that I just made that up. Right. <laughs> I don't trust a single one of these Vegas things Ralph makes up. <laughs> I just think Ralph's a degenerate gambler and imagine. I am a degenerate and, and, and made his wife make up a fake pay window in the house so he can <laughs> go true. and get his gambling system. Did you know the Saints have and the she, And she just keeps all that money anyway and just uses it to buy shoes or something. You know, I don't know. the Saints have the seventh hardest schedule in Vegas by uh, win-loss over mm, under. That doesn't mean anything. So, Kevin, but, Kevin, what do you think? Better than 24? Uh, I, I think it'll be better. Uh, I don't. Don't, I'm not going to be as optimistic as you, Ralph, which sounds strange to say. <laughs> uh, I think closer to 20. Yeah. I, yeah look, my, my thing is, is I mean, it's football. This is obvious, but it's it's health. I mean, if they yeah. can stay relatively healthy, they could easily be, uh, you know, a middle of the pack. Defense. defense. I feel like, you know, I have I have to write my prediction column for Channel 4, obviously, and we still have to do the the – over under game our predictions but i'm leaning kevin towards either it's 11 and 5 and they figure something out on the offensive line and drew Brees stays healthy and they're way better than people think or their offensive line is a mess drew Brees gets hurt week four and they're three and 13 like i don't i don't <laughs> think we're gonna have that seven and nine middle that we've been having the last couple of years i think it's gonna be extreme one or the other so if you end up writing seven and nine in your prediction column, we can uh, tease me. 
That'd be that'll be yeah, yeah. I, yeah. oh yeah 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 we'll say yeah it's 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 hard to it, you know what though it's hard to turn in that column where you're like they're going four and twelve like it's hard to turn that in the channel four I'm not gonna lie because the Facebook comments <laughs> the Facebook comments get pretty mean um so Kevin we got a we got a <laughs> bunch of Twitter questions by the way are you not pumped up? Auction draft this weekend. Thanks for all the people that joined for the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We got it this weekend. It goes live. Uh, there's going to be rampant, uncontrollably bidding for Michael Thomas. I don't even care if the Saints offensive line looks like uh, a nuclear waste dump. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Kevin, first question. This is from JBR. Would the Saints have been better keeping jo- Jari's reanimated corpse playing weekend at Bernie style? <laughs> Uh, I think they they might Zach have been good. could just hold them up. <laughs> I, 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 well, they could do like they could do that thing where it's uh like the boardwalk performer where it's one guy and four dummies, and they have like a synchronized like dance. Except this time it would have been the four offensive linemen, and they all together are moving to control the one body. So, uh, yeah, I think that would have worked. Like a marionette. No, 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 not, not like a marionette. It's where it's like they've got, uh, like there's a beam going across the upper back, <laughs> and then there's a beam going across the, the the lower portion to sort of like control the legs, and there's like little individual uh, twigs or sticks or something. It, if 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 anybody's ever been to, like a like a a boardwalk or a county fair or something, you. Somebody has to know what I'm talking this, about. That's where we've hit. We, we've hit the point where we're like, we'd rather decaying dead Jari Evans at guard than anything the Saints have currently. Like that's that's the point where we are. Kevin, this is from Robert. Bird stripped Julio Jones in that first Falcon game in 2014 and hasn't done shit since. Is he doomed this season? I think the more I think the more appropriate question is. Is will he emerge from his state of doomness? And I would say the answer is no. <laughs> Dave. Uh, no. 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 I, don't, I reckon uh, not. That's. I mean, Vaughn. But this is one thing that Mike Detillier said: is that with all the with all the um, panic over the offensive line, people didn't notice that Vaughn Bell has. He's, he played really well against the Texans, apparently. But I, I, I didn't tweet at him. But I thought, you know, Mike, that's like saying. The band at the Titanic on the deck was phenomenal after they hit the iceberg. Like, no one, you know, like the defense, I think, could have had two pick sixes and no one would have cared. Um, so, um, the the fact that Browner and Gallette were voted captain over Keenan is odd to me, especially with a young team last season. Thoughts? Does that strike you guys as odd? That they did that last season? Yeah, like that that Browner and Gallet. Well, that but Browner was voted captain last year, and Gallet was voted captain the year before, uh, instead of Keenan Keenan Lewis. That strike as odd. Uh, yeah, well, I just I I think it was. Uh, I mean, that stuff's voted on by the players. I, I don't know. There was probably some campaigning going on. Uh, I. It is a little bizarre, yeah. I mean, some people aren't leaders, so I don't take that the wrong way. But I think his comments about Dennis, you know, that apparently Dennis Allen was like, you're not good enough. And then Dennis Allen came back. He's like, I'm still here, buddy. You know, 
And Dennis, Dennis Allen took it the wrong way. But if he was chirping about Dennis Allen in the locker room and influencing the young guys in a way that the Saints did not like, and they're like, dude, you're not influencing the young guys like we like, and you're not even playing, we got to get you up and out of here. And it could be that he's not like a, you know, he's not like a bad guy like Junior Gallette where he's like on a, on a beach with a belt. But he's just like a surly, difficult, needy kind of whatever, and they just didn't want him. And the thing is... In life, Kevin, if you are difficult to deal with, you better be really good at your job, you know? <laughs> See, but seriously, right, Kevin? Like if, uh, yeah. You know, like if you – you can be – can Yeah, be- well, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you see, I think I'm proof that that's not necessarily the case. Like <laughs> I'm friends with you. I'm not exactly that good at, the, at my job, and I'm kind of just – you know, I'm not exactly a malcontent, but, uh, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not I'm, paying I'm, your salary, though, man. I mean, you know, I'm friends with you, and you can be a malcontent. I mean, we can be shade. friends, but, I mean, like, if you – But if you I, – but I think that's a, that's not just in football, though. That's in life. Like, if you've – you know, if you've got a, a guy who's, like, the number one sales whatever, but he's super needy, and, you know, he, he does all this stuff, you overlook it. But if he's, like, mediocre or, or not that good, you'd be like, mm, get the hell out of here, Bob. Um, let's see. What other questions do we have? Um, should we fear naming team captain because they always leave? <laughs> leave or, or leave. get their let's asses see, thrown defense, to the curb? Cam Jordan and newcomer Brandon Browner were named team captains. Curtis Lofton and Junior Gallette were both team captains. Uh, you know? Well, some of those guys were told to leave. <laughs> they didn't just leave on their own. Um... No, but you know what? It's interesting because I, I feel like never before have we really cared so much about who's going to be team captains. And now I feel like because of the past few years, it's something to look at. You know, if they choose, you know, some guy like James Laurinaitis or Cam Jordan or something like that, you say, okay, that's good. But if they choose some random guy, you're like, wait a minute, what the hell's going on here? Not, not this shit again. Yeah. Actually, I actually I think it's a bad I think it's a bad omen if they pick James Laurinaitis that you're telling me this guy walked in and 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 was he's a veteran. I mean, he's been well. I mean, he's been playing for in the league for a long time. Going to be Cam doesn't doesn't necessarily you know it's going to be you don't you shouldn't be team captain just based on how long you've been Cam with the organization. Cam Jordan and Vaccaro, I think, is going to be the captains. But Preston asks, are you ever get going to get tired of being right, Ralph? Felt good, it felt good till I realized you're the Saints' rain man. Uh, well, Preston, you know, I, I, it's, it's not fun to be right when I'm driving the doom train. You know, it's, it, it's funner to be right. Um, uh, like you know, when I pay forty four dollars for Mike Thomas, thinking that he's going to get thirteen hundred yards, it's much, much more fun to be right about that. This is from Eric, Kevin. I saved this question just for you. Will this end up with? Kwan Short standing over Breeze's body saying, if he dies, he dies, like <laughs> Ivan Drago. Ivan? Jesus Christ. Uh, one of the one of the one of the quintessential cinematic villains of the of the late eighties and you and you can't, can't call can't say you can't say his name correctly. I know. Um I mean if it results in Luke McCown running up a mountain and screaming uh, and screaming his name and showing up uh, with a, with a twelve the, pack, I wish I had the Rocky yeah. montage of him yeah. working out in the snow. Um, 
Let's see. Did Pete trip Streif on purpose as a diabolical plan to take his right tackle spot? <laughs> I can't answer that. Uh huh. Dave, now that the defense is efficient and the offense is a dumpster fire, does Dennis <laughs> Allen go off on Sean Payton on the sidelines? <laughs> That's from Silverhair. Oh, man, that would be pretty epic. Huh? That would be. I don't think anybody would ever do that, though. I would love to see it. That would be hilarious, though. You get one of those games where it's like the defense, the defense is forcing punts. They're holding, they're holding the opponent to like I don't know under, under seventeen or something. And the Saints' offense is just sputtering, sputtering, yeah. sputtering. It's like nine to three, and they're winning. And Sean Payton tries like a flea flicker, and it blows up. And the other team <laughs> scores to go ahead, and Dennis Allen just lit lights into him. Oh, that would be- actually, I, I don't even like. I I don't think it wouldn't even need to be that. Like Dennis Allen would just have to just be like staring at Sean Payton as Sean Payton's looking at his uh, Shoney's menu for the next play. <laughs> Seriously, dude, you're running twelve straight passes. Um, let's see. With how fast the O line went to crap, is it possible they all signed a contact contract extension and we weren't notified? <laughs> oh man. Um, I think that does it uh, for the questions. I mean, uh, Dave, since I know you'll be watching the preseason game on Friday, like, what is a realistic expectation? That I gotta you find to- somebody to go to the game with me. What's a realistic expectation that you want to see from the offensive line? Uh, well, so this is the third preseason game, so there we should see the starters play at least the first half, if not um, even a little bit into the third quarter. So this is the this is the quote unquote dress rehearsal, as they say. Um, I mean, it sure would be nice. I mean, just you know, I, I'd say obviously for Breeze, just not to get touched. No, no, no gifts that make you cringe. Gifs. Gifs. None of that. Yeah. Just just none of that. Or, or or clips of Steelers making a breeze sandwich. Just that's I don't wanna see I don't wanna see the one <laughs> remember the one where his, where Breeze's neck like gets yeah. stretched out? Yeah, I don't <laughs> or James Har- James Harrison, does he still play for the Steelers? Do they bring uh... him back? I don't know. I think he does. Wasn't he just named in that uh... Yeah, I think if he like I don't wanna see him like Sacking Drew Brees, and you know that—that's that's all I want. Like my, drug <laughs> that's my that's my um, that's my that's my only goal. Like I don't even like I don't even care if the offense looks good. I just don't want Drew Brees running for his life or getting crushed. That's the, that's it. Um, so that does it for this podcast. Uh, you can go to Saints Nation, find Juge. You can go to the Twitters and find uh, me and Kevin and Dave's and your uh. You're on the Twitters. Are you, do you have your own custom Twitter, or do you still do the CSC Twitter? No, I don't have my own personal one. Um, I am still still contributing to the to the CSC Twitter, and I'm still contributing to Canal Street Chronicles. Yeah, I think you need to start just, a video video blog where you just drink, and it's just like you in your house, like like uh, <laughs> like like uh, like hostage style. And I, think you should. I used to do those. I used to do those mailbag videos, yeah, but then they, should, should they SB Nation stopped making them for me. 
They should do, that's what you should do. You should, you should, you should continue up. You should hire an intern and get them to do it for you. So yeah, you should do that. You should do that. You should do that. But you should be eating like exquisite dishes while you do, uh, discuss your contempt for exactly. football team. Exactly. Caviar. So um, for Juge, who's on the vacay, riding go karts. For Dave. Vroom, vroom. For, for Kevin, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.